Hello, and welcome to Rad Mom Radio, a podcast dedicated to moms and all their favorite topics. My name's Natalie, and I'm your host. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time joining, I hope you enjoy the podcast. If you don't, that's okay. It happens. That's life. In all transparency, I am riding the struggle bus today. Actually, like, I think I deserve a little bit more credit than that. I'm the conductor of the struggle bus today. Even though buses don't have conductors, I like the term conductor better than bus driver. So that's what I'm going to go with for today. I had a horrible night's sleep last night and just not feeling great today, super low energy. So if you hear that in my voice, uh, I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's just like that sometimes. Today, I was just going to do kind of like a little check-in episode. It's been about three months since I started podcasting and I am enjoying it so far. It's a challenge in a lot of ways, but I've learned a lot and that's been really cool. I always like learning how to do new things. So I'm still trying to get a hang of the editing and all that stuff and learning how to talk to myself. I'm not really a big talker. Like I'm typically the person that listens and asks questions. So to talk on and on, just me talking is still something that I'm getting used to. Next week, Riley starts school back up again. And I'm not, I have like mixed feelings about that. Like I'm kind of looking forward to it because Riley and I pretty much spend, like we're together 24-7. So the thought of having some more alone time and kind of having my autonomy back sounds really nice. But at the same time, I still have a hard time sending him to school. I still get anxious about it. You know, he went to school for a full year, I think a, a year or two, I can't remember, prior to COVID. And then he was home for an entire year. And then last year was his first year back on site at school. So this is the year after that. And I had gotten really, really comfortable with his teacher. She's awesome. I love her. I love the the aides in his class. But this year, he's actually going to have a brand new teacher. And not only is she brand new to him, but from what his teacher last year was telling me, it sounds like she's brand new in general. Like, it sounds like this is her first year teaching. And if that's the case, then it's also her first year teaching an autism class, which gives me a lot of anxiety. Not anything against her personally, but, you know, autism is a different, it's different. You know, there's a reason why we have like the term neurodivergent and neurotypical you know, there are different ways to interact with, you know, a child on the spectrum. They might need different supports, different accommodations. 
there's different things that you have to learn about them. So if she's brand new, if she's a brand new teacher, like that gives me a little bit of anxiety. It sounds like the school has lifted some of the restrictions on having parents on campus, which is kind of nice because last year, like we literally could not step foot on the concrete past the gate. So this year, it sounds like it might be able to like see the classroom and stuff like that, which is nice because I think all parents, like we want to know what our kids do all day. You know, it's kind of weird to send your kids somewhere knowing that they're in a building that you can't even see. Like I have no concept of like what his desk looks like and what toys he plays with. So that made last year really weird. I'm hoping that that's not the case this year. But I still am having anxiety about sending him off again with a new teacher. The good thing is that Riley's school has two autism classes. I believe it's first through third in one class and fourth through sixth in another class. And his teacher from last year is moving from first through third to the fourth through sixth class. So she'll still be there which is great because she can, like, she knows Riley, so she can give the new teacher any insight or, like, tips on how to work with him and support because it's going to be a lot for her. If it's if this is brand new to her, it's going to be a lot. She's going to need a lot of support. So that's good. And she's a, the teacher from last year. She's awesome. Um, so that's good. That's That's one thing that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable. But every year, like when Riley starts up school again, or when he starts school after like Christmas break, I always go through this adjustment period. And my husband makes fun of me. He sings this song. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's all by myself. I think it's by Celine Dion. It's just this really depressing, like song for lonely people. And he'll Anytime I talk about Riley starting up school again, he'll start singing that song. And it's true. Like, it's literally like me all by myself with my cat. And at first, it's a little hard for me to get used to. And then after a week or two, I start to adjust and then I enjoy it because it's hard to do stuff when he's home. So I'll have more freedom and more, you know, space for myself, which is nice. But it's just getting used to the adjustment of not having him here. Like when he's here, the whole house is filled with Riley noise. You know, he runs all over the place. So it's like a galloping horse. He like his stems tend to be auditory. So it's a lot of like just a lot of sound in the house that's missing when he's not here. So it's just an adjustment. What else? Oh, I had talked about how we were taking Riley to Legoland and surfing, like to a surf camp. That was a couple weeks ago. And that was kind of a rough trip. I don't know if anyone's interested in how it went, but so the, the surf camp is called Surfer's Healing. And To go back to the beginning, like when we first started driving, San Diego is about a five-hour drive from Fresno. And about 30 minutes in, Riley was already asking, like, are we there yet? So that was kind of rough. 
And then when we got there, we stayed at the Legoland Hotel and Riley seemed really unimpressed by it. He just seemed very much like, okay, are we going? He actually, he would say, are we going home now? Like, can I go home? And usually hotels are the fav- are Riley's favorite part of any trip. So that was kind of rough. Um, by the next day, he got over that and stopped asking about it. But when we took him to the surf camp, he was not willing to surf, which is totally fine. Like I, all I really wanted to do was give him the opportunity to surf. Cause to me, surfing looks like so much fun. And I don't know how else you would learn how to surf unless someone teaches you, you know, or unless you're like brave enough to try by yourself. So I just wanted to give him the opportunity. He was willing to put on a life vest and just walk down to the water with my husband. But that was all he was willing to do, which is totally fine. As a mom, I something that's very important to me is like honoring Riley's feelings. And, you know, that's not something that I was given as a child. It it actually makes me think back to when I was a little girl. I was extremely shy of a horrendous fear of public like being on a stage or like public speaking I still do it makes me go into fight or flight mode like it's it scares the crap out of me but when I was little it's probably like five or six so not too much younger than Riley my mom had put me in ballet classes and I really liked it ballet is super chill very calming which is something that that I'm always drawn to. I like stuff like that. And I remember liking it, but at the end of the class, like after the, however many weeks were over, there was a performance. And so when it came to be up on stage and be looked at by all the parents and be expected to remember a routine, I got scared and I would not get on the stage. It's kind of like, you know, how you try to put a cat in a bathtub and they put their little paws on the side, like to brace themselves. Like I would not get on that stage. And my mom was just so like mad at me and embarrassed and just honestly, just very pissed off at me. And from then going forward, she would never let me take any kind of class ever again. Like the next year or the year after I had asked if I could take tap dancing And she would not let me take tap dancing. She said, because you won't perform. And as a mom now, that's that's just not in alignment with the type of mom I want to be. Like, to me, that doesn't really make any sense. And no offense to anyone listening if that's your parenting philosophy. But to me, not letting a kid do something creative because they won't perform is like, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So with Riley, being upset at him for not surfing just doesn't make any sense to me. I just wanted to give him the opportunity. I want to honor the fact that he was not into it. He couldn't tell me why. It could have been because he was afraid. It could have been because he was anxious or uncertain. But whatever the case may be, like, I want to honor that. And also, it doesn't mean that I'm never going to take him again. 
you know, if he asked me a year or two from now, like, hey, can I go surfing? I'd be like, sure. And if he didn't get on a surfboard, that's okay. Like the beach is still awesome. It's not a big deal. So I don't know why I decided to talk about that, but I guess it just kind of, you know, different things that you deal with as a parent, I think kind of brings you back to your childhood and shows you the differences kind of in how you were raised and how you want to raise your children. So Yeah, he did not surf, was not willing to, but the beach was really pretty. There were, you know, lots of parents around with kids on the spectrum and the people that run the organization seemed really sweet and really enthusiastic about the camp. So that was cool. And like I said, maybe we'll try again in a couple years. He's only seven, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I think mostly what was on my mind to talk about today was like back to school anxiety. And I already talked about that. Something that I do to help myself get through some of that anxiety is I make like a Riley info sheet for his teacher. So I like print out a picture, I put it at the top, and then I write underneath it it's almost like a resume of Riley. It's like, I'll put on there his strengths, the things he struggles with. I put on there things that help him regulate emotionally. And I'll put things on there that he enjoys doing, things that he does not enjoy doing. So a lot of that has to do with like his sensory issues. But I try to just include like strategies for the teacher Because if you're getting a brand new kid and you don't know them and they're having an issue and they can't necessarily communicate what the problem is or what they need, I feel like having a little like cheat sheet is really helpful for teachers. So I need to make that. I am a little anxious about he's going to get pushed into GE more this year, which I'm anxious about because I... I honestly haven't had the best experience with the GE teachers. So we'll see how that goes. I'm going to make that person a cheat sheet also. And I might uh, like include a Starbucks card for both of them or something like that. My approach to teachers is always to try to let them know that like I'm here for you too, like to support you. If you need me to like do busy work, I'm at home. If you want me to cut out shapes or whatever, I'd be happy to do that. If you need me to bring snacks for the kids, I'm happy to do that. Like I like to let them know that I want to be a support to them also because you spend five hours a day with my kid, you know, and (laughs) I spend time with them too. And I know that sometimes that's not the easiest. So those are things that I like to do. Other than that, I don't know. I kind of wanted to maybe see if I could have a a coffee with a friend that morning on the first day of school after I drop Riley off. But I don't know if I'm emotionally going to be up for that because like last year, the first week of school, I would cry in the car (laughs) on the way home. So I don't know. I guess I'm just going to feel it out and see how it goes. But yeah, do you guys struggle with anxiety sending your kiddos back to school or if you homeschool do you get anxious about starting the year up again or does it feel pretty mellow for you 
I have a lot of friends that homeschool and it seems like it's pretty laid back because you can kind of make your own schedule. But yeah, I think that's all I really had to talk about today. I have a really good episode coming out next week with my friend Montana. And I also am interested in finding more moms to do podcast episodes with me. I have specific topics that I'd really like to talk about and just don't necessarily know who would want to do them. One of them that I'm really interested in doing is talking about how going to church is difficult for families with children with special needs. And when I say church, it's a, I mean that in like kind of an umbrella term, like church, temple, mosque, whatever your religious observance is, like when you gather with people or when you go to observe your religion, when it involves children, I would like to talk to other moms about how having a child with special needs affects their ability to gather with other people to observe their religion. That was a long way of saying all of that, but I hope you understood what I meant. So if that's something you'd like to talk about, definitely send me an email or find me on Instagram. I'm also always interested in hearing stories from moms who also have children with special needs. And I really enjoy topics about mental health as it affects mothers. So if you have anything like that that you'd like to talk about, you can always send me an email. My email address is radmomradio at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at radmomradio. And I think that's all I have for today. But I do hope that you have a fantastic week. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.